Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is episode number 40. The Rust movie scene rant. You know, every day I go online, I seem to see a new article popping up about the uh, the accidental shooting of a uh, cinematographer and a uh, another staff member uh, on the uh, the movie scene for Rust. Uh, I'm going to shorten this version down a little bit from the old one. I don't want to, <clears throat> I want to too many specifics and I probably set people all over the place. Uh, but here, here's the, let me just, you know, kind of give you a Reader's Digest version of it. This, these two accidental shootings caught my attention because I, I read some of the articles, I went over some of the information. Uh, again, like a lot of things in life, uh, this is a was a completely uh, preventable situation. It occurred because of several uh, neglected factors, which I'm going to go over. I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. Um, number one, any weapon, firearm that's on a movie scene, as long as that weapon can fire or does not have an, an obstructed barrel where a projectile could come out, is considered a functional firearm. What that means is if there is not a blockage in the barrel, to stop a projectile coming out from a cartridge that may have accidentally slipped into a live cartridge that may have slipped into the cylinder or magazine and the projectile is allowed to leave the barrel no matter what type of projectile it is whether it's a actual bullet uh, <clears throat> any type of fragmentary material that can seriously injure or kill somebody it's a functional firearm Okay, mistake number one. The barrel wasn't blocked to stop a projectile from coming out of it. Number two. One of the one of the hands, stage hands said that they checked the ammunition by shaking the boxes to make sure that nothing rattles. Well, I don't know about many people. My crystal ball doesn't work that well. Um, the ammunition, one, should have been, or the blanks, should have been, <clears throat> the box of ammunition should have been all, all opened, all visually inspected. It should have been from the <clears throat> same lot. From a specific manufacturer who manufactures the blanks, it should have never had blanks from 
a different movie scene brought in because now you're cross-contaminating, um, you know, because for some reason, as I've read this, read a lot of these articles, these people just bring live ammunition and, sh- and shoot it out of the, uh, the guns they consider prop guns. Well, not prop guns if they're, they can actually fire. Okay. Let's, let's get the, that clear. So now you have a barrel that's not obstructed that allows a projectile come out to come out. You have ammunition that has not been visually checked. You have cross-contamination with other ammunition from another movie or scene or set, whatever they want to call them. Okay, there's problem number two. Problem number three is that in any scene where the firearm is going to be pointed at an individual and trigger pull, the, the ammunition that's in that prop gun should be checked twice, one by one person, one by a second person to confirm that the ammunition being pointed at someone <clears throat> and that's going to be discharged is not real ammunition. You have an individual that says, well, you know, uh, we brought about two to three hundred rounds of ammunition. It says, and listen to this, this is where they're, they're, they're trying to fool you. It says, we brought ammunition in a green can, two to three hundred rounds of live ammunition in a green can that was not manufactured by an ammunition company. But basically what they're trying to do without telling you is that somebody reloaded the ammunition, which is functional ammunition for shooting. Okay, that should never even been brought on the set. So, the excuse for that was that they wanted the actors to know what it was like to shoot a real gun. Shooting a real firearm should never occur on a set. Live ammunition should never be on a movie set. If you want your actors to know what it's like, bring them to an indoor range, group them up, bring them into an indoor range, outdoor range, rent rent real firearms, give them real ammunition, let them shoot. Those firearms that you rent go back to the range. <clears throat> Any additional ammunition that wasn't fired does not go back to the movie set. Period. Because here's the problem. You're, there's so much cross-contamination. If you if you read these articles, there's so much negligence and cross-contamination of ammunition compounded by by alleged prop guns that can actually fire a projectile. That's a perfect storm. And unfortunately, that's what you saw on this this set. You know, you have a a 42-year-old female uh, cinematographer killed. You have a another uh, staff member shot. All of this was preventable. 
the handling of the firearms was unprofessional. The selection of the ammunition was unprofessional. The cross-contamination of ammunition was unprofessional. Bringing live ammunition in a tin can on the set was unprofessional. The attempt to lie about what that ammunition was in the green can, unprofessional. And as your result of that, you have one fatality and one serious injury. So I don't want to know, I don't, you know, want to tell you how to think about this, but, you know, the fact is that there were so many, there were so many mistakes made on this one set. Just concerning the firearms. Um, you know, I don't know where these people are coming from, but all preventable, but it happened. With that note, this is episode number 40 of the Night Stalker Podcast. I will see you the next episode. And like always, when you're in a place you shouldn't be, you see people you don't know, your footprints you shouldn't be here steps you shouldn't be hearing at night just wonder what the hell am i doing there why am i there even better how am i going to get out of there with that in mind, i will see you i am michael c bouchard the host of the night stalker podcast